I'm Kevin, and this is Jean-Luc and Me, Episode 3. I've written my next poem in honor of my cat. I call it Ode to Spot. Felis catus is your taxonomic nomenclature, an endothermic quadruped carnivorous by nature. Your visual, olfactory, and auditory senses contribute to your hunting skill and natural defenses. I find myself intrigued by your subvocal oscillations, a singular development of cat communications that obviates your basic hedonistic predilection for a rhythmic stroking of your fur to demonstrate affection. A tail is quite essential for your acrobatic talents. You would not be so agile if you lacked its counterbalance. And when not being utilized to aid in locomotion, it often serves to illustrate the of your emotion. The complex levels of behavior you display connote a fairly well-developed cognitive array, and though you are not sentient and do not comprehend, I nonetheless consider you a true and valued friend. Today's episode, Code of Honor. Oh, good for you! And how was it? Oh, no. Oh no, no. Oh my god. That was so racist. That was so racist. Why did. What? How did. Oh my god. Oh. How did we go from let that be your last battlefield to this? Holy shit. Holy shit, it was so racist. Um, oh boy. <clears throat> oh man. Uh, so the, uh, I forget their names, the alien race, Lutan's race. Holy shit. Um, they're all black. They don't have any... <laughs> oh man. Oh... They're all black. They don't have any alien makeup on. And they wear turbans. And they carry spears. And Lutan speaks in this vaguely African accent. And their city looks like some ancient Middle Eastern thing. And they, they knock sticks together to make hollow stick sounds. And, oh my god. Oh my god. Why, why? Why did they do this? Did they not? Why would they kept... Oh, it's on purpose. It's not like they ran out of money and, and couldn't pay for enough foam latex to put on everybody, right? Like, they specifically mentioned that... Lutan's people are very much like ancient earth cultures uh, that that are a prime example of how bad humanity used to be. It's on purpose. They're just black people. They're just Africans. Space Africans. Holy fuck. Who let this happen? Who let this happen? I can't. Holy shit. If this... If I weren't making this podcast, I wouldn't have finished it. I couldn't have. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. 
Oh man. <laughs> that's most of that's most of the, my problem with the episode. I don't have a lot else to say negative about it, but it's enough. That is more than enough to make this a terrible a terrible episode. Holy shit. I want to talk about something else. I have one other I have one bad thing to say about the episode other than that. Something that is not related to how fucking racist this episode was. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna calm down. <laughs> Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar was kidnapped and uh, held against her will by someone intending to marry her, essentially, uh, against her will, I guess. This would have been a perfect time to tie it back into her character background, the thing where she was abandoned at five in this terrible place with roaming rape gangs and had to learn how to take care of herself, and she hated it and hated them, and credits the Federation with rescuing her. These two things seem intentionally related, but it was never even nodded to. In fact, she was attracted to Lutan? He, he kidnapped her and wanted to basically shotgun marry her. And she was like, oh, wow, somebody wants me. Tasha, what about the rape gangs? Didn't you learn? Is it part of it? That would be fine. Like, she's she has a fucked up concept of romance and sexuality because of her fucked up childhood. I would be fine with that. That's not what they did. At all. It was implied that it was normal for her to be attracted to the guy because he was hot or something. I just... Oh boy. There was... Wow. Problematic. Problematic does not even begin to cover this episode. And... Oh man. This isn't 2017 talking. This isn't like, oh... It's the new world, Black Lives Matter and Harvey Weinstein. No. This is... I was alive in the late 80s. This was not okay. This was never okay. What the fuck are they doing? Oh my god. Oh shit. Oh. Say something nice! I do. I do have some nice things to say about this episode. I kind of feel like I shouldn't. But that's the format. <clears throat> Jesus fucking Christ. Jean-Luc and Wesley and uh, Beverly to a degree. Still very interesting. Jean-Luc's coldness, his uh, inability to uh, function with and around children, that's all great. That was That's still being done well. <clears throat> Riker and his, his reticence to allow captains to go out on away missions is being continued from the pilot. That's nice. I like continuity. That's, that's probably 
why this show isn't for me. And DS9 is my favorite Star Trek. But there's little bits. There's little bits of continuity. It is fun watching data get closer to actual data. In the pilot, he was all wrong. And I've only watched two episodes since then. And he's still not quite right. But every episode, uh, if not the writers, at least Brent Spiner, is getting closer and closer to realizing uh, true data, peak data. And that's fun to watch, uh, simply from a performance perspective, if nothing else. I've been enjoying that. And I want to give them credit for referencing the original series, referencing Star Trek 66, in a way that was a lot more subtle and uh, worked a lot better. If they insist on constantly paying homage to Star Trek 66 with McCoy in the first episode, with the Naked Time virus in the second episode, this is the way to do it. A battle to the death with some weird alien weapons just like Kirk and Spock in I want to say a muck time that's gonna mark me if I didn't get that right I'm gonna look that up uh, after this recording fuck it you know what I'm talking about the one where it goes that one but it was it was much better done in this episode and if they're going to insist on doing it they should do it a lot more like this from now on and Though I am loath to give any credit to Lutan's race, the the ritual combat was kind of cool. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't produced amazingly, because it's, you know, 80s television and the budget and the time they have on 80s television, but the idea of it is, is really cool. The, the small, multi-level arena with the parkour bars and the deadly lasers shooting into the sky and the spiked poison spiked fist things the the gauntlet things that they wear uh that was that was cool i did enjoy that so that's that's something in its favor I don't want to like this episode at all. I just don't... I don't want to give it any credit because it was... so... so racist. I can hardly talk about it. This might be another short episode. I don't want to... I don't want to keep putting out these... these 10-minute Jean-Luc and me episodes. But... uh, How much can you say about a show with a, a decent plot and some good performances that is, you know, produced competently, but is just, oh, so racist, so, so racist, holy, holy fuck, holy fuck. Somebody needs to get on top of the situation and fix it! This has the easiest fix. This has the easiest fix of any episode I've done so far, even easier than The Naked Now. And you might be able to guess what it is. If you haven't guessed what it is, I will say it out loud. 
for your benefit. Don't make the alien race a, a racist caricature of Africans. Just don't do that. Make them an actual Star Trek species. Put a butt forehead on them. Make them not noticeably racist as fuck. And... I mean, oh, fuck. That's not the only... You'd have to fix the, the Tasha thing, too. Basically, flip my two complaints, and that's how you'd fix it. Make the make Lutans people an actual Star Trek species that isn't just a racist caricature of black people, and make Tasha's reaction to the situation actually make sense considering her background. Other than that, it's fine. Lutans plot to get all of his first ones land and and resources Jean-Luc's uh, counter plot involving the ridiculous we can bring dead people back to life a gimmick that Star Trek has that's good that's fine it's got the combat it's a little you know uh, Kirk faces Spock but as I said it wasn't that bad and it's it's exciting <sighs> It's, it's a decent sort of uh, reminder slash uh, insight for the new generation of viewers about how the Prime Directive works. It, it would have been, been fine if they could have stopped themselves from being racist rape apologists. That's all it would take. Fuck. I... I would not, I would not continue watching this, this series. I wouldn't have gotten this far at all if it weren't for the name recognition and the fact that I was invested in the the universe, in the kayfabe. Uh, but man, even even with that investment, if I were not making this podcast, I would not watch the next episode. Period. I wouldn't. But I'm I'm going to. Because I'm doing this for you guys. Putting myself through it. For you. I know I said I would do this with an open mind. And at first I was. They're making it hard. They're making it hard. I am going to... I'm not going to watch the next episode immediately. I'm going to uh, chill. Maybe I'll take a shower. Maybe I will watch uh, something... Uh, good and not racist as fuck and I will eventually get to the next episode and I will see you next time astute amongst you might have noticed that I did not rate this on the Earl Grey scale. I couldn't. 
I couldn't take an objective look on some sort of numeric scale at this episode. That's... I just couldn't look at it that way. I'm sorry. Hopefully the Earl Grey scale will be back next week. Uh, and it was totally a muck time. I know my shit. <laughs>